What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? The guest on this week's episode of the podcast is a super inspirational entrepreneur with a really cool business. Nancy is an awesome digital marketing strategist that is doing a ton of awesome projects. She has years of experience starting and running different businesses, creating absolutely crazy relationships, and has a passion for teaching others. This interview was packed with great information from realizing that the struggles that you're going through right now are only temporary, making the transition from W2 to running your own business, the phenomenal power of networking, and so much more. There was a ton of super informative info in this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 38 of the Creating Wealth podcast. Today, we have the great pleasure of chatting with Nancy Johnson, a Washington-based entrepreneur and digital marketing strategist at WSI. She is also a fellow podcaster and host of her show, Digital Connections a show for business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow their business through amazing resources. What's going on, Nancy? How is everything going? Hey, Kyle, it's going good. Thank you for the lovely introduction. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) So so we can kind of, you know, jump right into things, you know, would you mind kind of telling me a little about yourself and your business Mm -hmm. and kind of a little bit of your backstory? Sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, I am a digital marketing strategist and uh, I'm also an independent agency owner. Um, WSI is one of the largest uh, digital marketing uh, networks in the world. Um, And so we've got uh, agents and agencies um, in just about, I mean, we're in like 80 countries, I think, or something like that. Right. Um, And we do everything across the board. So I'm a full service digital marketing agency, which means that I do everything from helping people to build a web building their website um to ppc to you know which is paid search for those that don't know uh uh, search engine optimization um we also do um but i always like to say that i lead with strategy first and what that means is that i will come into a company and i will take a look at exactly what your goals are where you're trying to get to who your actual customers are um and believe it or not a lot of companies are not actually clear on that to start with um and when you're marketing, you really need to be clear on that, right? Um, And so um, I will come into a company and help them uh, muddle through all of that. We'll look at their strengths, their weaknesses, their opportunities, all of those things. And then we talk about what their marketing plan should be. And it's all based on their goals and where they want to get to. When we look at it from a strategy first perspective, what this does is it saves a company time and money because they are not wasting time doing things that they shouldn't be doing, right? Um, They're not out there paying for a lot of paid search ads when when their um, industry might be totally overrun right? Um, And where they may not be able to get any traction. And it's amazing how many companies actually do waste a lot of money because they haven't done this evaluation, right? Um, So that's kind of what I do these days. Um, My past, I'm actually, uh, I was with 
uh, Microsoft for about 15 years. Uh, so I do come from the tech industry. Uh, those are my favorite people to, uh, to help uh, realistically, just because I speak their language, right? Um, but uh, realistically, I, I can help just about any small to medium-sized business. Um, I love helping companies that uh, actually have their own internal marketing team uh, and they want somebody to partner with on the digital side. So uh, that's kind of that's my focus these days. Um, but then again, you know, like you mentioned, I've got the podcast, uh, which always keeps me busy and I love uh, meeting new people. So I'm always out there networking, trying to find great resources uh, for business owners and for entrepreneurs, uh, because that's a, it's a very important thing to me. I, I believe very much in supporting that community as much as possible. And if I can bring back information that helps them in any way, uh, more, the, the better, right? So. Of course. Yeah. That's yeah. extremely interesting, Nancy. What kind of got you into that? Like initially? Uh, into the podcasting or into uh, digital marketing? <laughs> uh, we can do both. Uh, we can do uh, digital marketing first, sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, digital marketing actually, and you know, I guess the the stories really are kind of connected, right? Um, so I, uh, like I mentioned, I was at Microsoft for 15 years and I kind of came to the end of the uh, the corporate world cycle, if you will. Um, and it just was no longer uh, satisfying uh, to me. I'd kind of grown to the point where I wanted to have my own clients. I wanted to be able to help people directly. And Microsoft is an awesome company. It's wonderful to work for. Uh, the benefits are amazing, of course, right? But um, but you don't, there, there aren't many positions that actually get that uh, individual touch, right? With with the actual client. Um, and so, and I really, that's, that's kind of where I wanted to be. And I started thinking about, you know, what it would be like to own my own business. Um, and it was, it was sort of then that I started developing that passion for folks that are out there doing it day in and day out, right? Um, and to me at the time, I actually, I kind of glorified them, right? I would look at people that own their own business and I would be like, oh my gosh, these guys are amazing, you know, to be able to do this. And, you know, and I, I just, uh, I really, then I learned what yeah the struggle, that the, the struggle is real, right? Um, and a lot of business owners, what they go through, um, you know, they may start a business because they had a passion and ultimately that business ends up killing their passion, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, if there's anything that I can do coming into this, cause I did actually, um, there was a small stint in there between uh, working corp a corporate job um, to owning WSI franchise um, slash agency, um, there was a small stint in there where I opened my own company called Writer's Voice. And the idea was um, to help other writers uh, be able to publish their books to Audible and to teach them the whole process of setting up a home studio of, you know, what, how to record, how to, you know, get, get the, the settings right, you know, all of that, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, I found out what a lot of business owners find out in the first year, and that is that it is not easy, right? Um, and uh, especially coming from a corporate background where I had all that support, right? I had the branding, I had the people, I had the, you know, all the things that I didn't like to do. Somebody took care of the financial <laughs> piece of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they did the books. I didn't, I didn't always have to do the books, you know? Um, and so all of those pieces for me, I was like, it was, it was overwhelming, right? Um, and I probably could have made it work, but I also knew it was going to be a hell of a lot 
of work to, yeah. to make it happen. Right. But it's also what helped me uh, grow that love for the business community as well. Right. Because you understand what they actually go through when you've gone through that journey yourself of, of struggling to, to own a business. Um, it's also why I made the choice uh, to go with WSI because of all the support um, that a network like this provides uh, and having the branding. Because realistically, when you're a digital marketer, I'm more concerned, uh, I want to be more involved with the brand of the client that I'm serving, right? I don't want to have to spend all day trying to build my, my brand <laughs> to help them, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, so for me, it made a lot of sense. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of the story of both there. <laughs> that's absolutely incredible. You know, I think it is really interesting, you know, kind of going from the, like the corporate mentality to, you know, a completely new environment you know, and having to really like kind of pick up a lot of things that were taken care of for you already, you know, in that kind of space and just kind of like, you know, learning how to do a bunch, <laughs> apologize, um, learning how to do a bunch of things <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, and, and just kind of, yeah, picking up, you know, everything that, uh, that comes with, you know, own, owning a business and stuff and yeah. <laughs> well, and I think one of the things I didn't expect, um, that was kind of a, I, 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 and I don't know why I didn't expect it, but um, was the networking piece of it, right? How important having the support of a good network is um, in, in, inside of a corporation like Microsoft, your network is so interbuilt into everything, right? And so um, you don't really have to think about uh, yeah. building it, right? The people are sort of already, your, your team is determined for you, right? Um, but whereas when you own your own business, it is a matter of you going out and building that network, right? Um, and so I had never really fully networked uh, in the traditional sense before I left Microsoft. But yeah. uh, then I also found, um, I found BNI, uh, which I've, I think I've introduced you to, right? Mm -hmm. um, which stands for Business Networking International. And that is an awesome way to start when you're a small business owner, right? Um, but WSI comes with that network, right? Um, you have an entire network of agents who have already solved the problems that you're looking at solving, right? And you'd think that they would be competition, but that's that's not it, right? Um, they're all there to help each other grow. They're there to help each other learn. And they're there to actually support the brand of WSI, which stands for something great, right? Yeah. And it, it brings quality into a solution for people. And that is what the whole network supports, right? And it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, but it's also, it's also one of those things where, yeah, I love having that, you know, and I didn't even realize I had it necessarily right at, at Microsoft. So, uh, you know, getting out there on your own and then having to build that is definitely one of those challenges uh, that you don't, I didn't foresee, you yeah. know, it definitely is, you know, <laughs> I mean, kind of being in, you know, a space like that, you're right. Like, you know, the support is just kind of there, mm -hmm. um, you know, for the majority of, of tasks that you come across, but you know, when it comes to your own thing, you know, whether it's like a franchise or open up your, you know, your own small business or whatever, like you actually, like you said, you know, have to go out and build those connections and mm -hmm. see, but 
like I found so much value in in networking, especially, you know, and like it's a lot of fun, you know, to just kind of hear like everybody's stories because like, yeah. you know, everybody's in, you know, began from different places and, you know, from all over and different industries. And, you know, it's always fun. It's always fun to, um, you know, be able to kind of connect those people together and stuff and, and just kind of bring each other up. Yeah. You know, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, about uh, like we, yeah, people, you know, potentially having competition. And that's kind of the same thing with like, uh, you know, the real estate investing world as well, you know, that I've noticed. Is there a lot more people out there that like want to help each other out and help each other mm. succeed? Then there are, you know, people like, you know, being super competitive and, you know, cutthroat and everything. And it really is eye opening, you know, to yeah. see like a lot of people, you know, trying to accomplish the same tasks, but are 100% willing to help each other out and, you know, get to mm -hmm. the same point together. There really is, you know, a lot of power behind it. Yeah, totally. I think it's one of the things that BNI points out really well uh, to its members is that, you know, for example, you know, because they're they're like one seat per industry, right? Or one seat per, you know, you can't have two Medicare insurance agents in the yeah. same chapter, right? You can't have two real estate brokers, um, but uh, you can have two real estate brokers if they are doing two different things, right? Um, but what it also points out, because we'll get visitors sometimes in, you know, that have the same seat and they'll give their commercial, uh, you know, we give a 40 second commercial about our businesses each week to each other. And, uh, you know, they, they, it's not, you, you have to realize it isn't, it, it, yes, it is competition. But when you realize how much you could actually leverage the other person to build your own business in addition to helping them build theirs, that's where the magic occurs, right? Uh, and I think it goes back to that whole, and I know it's it's probably an overused statement by far these days, but it's, you know, that scarcity, what is it? Scarcity mentality versus uh, what what's the other one? <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> abundance, abundance. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yep. Scarcity versus abundance. Well, I guess it's not that overused if I can't even remember it right but <laughs> but it kind of goes back to that concept of you know what how are you how are you going to look at it right and yeah nobody wants their clients taken from them but if you're working with someone who has the same philosophy and believes in actually lifting each other up it is amazing what you can accomplish and it's amazing the partnerships that you can create it really is. Yeah. I mean, the sky is the limit, you know, especially mm -hmm. when, when people are in like extremely similar markets, um, you know, and just to like kind of show each other, you know, your connections and like, you know, share different relationships and stuff. And mm -hmm. it just, there's a lot of satisfaction, you know, from, yeah. from helping, you know, people in the same shoes as you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It really is, is a lot. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it's, you know, I want my business based on connection, right? Um, and in fact, that's why I started the podcast, Digital Connections, right? The idea being that we're, we are all connected and, you know, getting people connected to the places uh, that they need to, they need to be uh, to improve their lives. You know, uh, it can only, it can only accomplish good things if, if that's your mentality, I think. Yeah, I totally mm -hmm. agree. So mm -hmm. just out of curiosity, Nancy, what's kind of your drive and your vision for, you know, WSI and mm. like super bigger picture? 
<laughs> well, super bigger picture. So, uh, you know, I've always dreamed of having like, uh, you know, originally I thought, you know, nine income streams. I think that would be the perfect number, right? Because when I think about all the things I want to do, I want to write, I want to do, uh, you know, voiceover, I want to do keynote speaking, I want to do, you know, the list goes on and on, right? And, you know, this, this in my, uh, you know, beginning stages of, of owning a, an agency, uh, you know, I came in with big, huge plans. My husband's Australian and uh, we're moving to Australia in a couple of years. And so um, right off the bat, I already knew that I wanted to have an agency here in the U.S. and one in Australia um, and possibly one in maybe Ireland. Well, you yeah. know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I think uh, it sounded great when I started and, you know, and then, you know, and then thinking about all the other things that I want to fit in as well. Right. Uh, I got to get that motorcycle this summer. I swear to God. Um, but you know, but, but you, but I think there's also a time when you have to go, wait a second, hold the reins. You know, if I go too fast, none of this is going to happen. Right. Sure. Um, and so, so I think it's, it's uh, putting a little caution, uh, in there as well. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, I, I definitely want, want to have the ability to hire people and give them a great experience. Uh, uh, I think, um, you know, that is one thing that I did have for most of my time at Microsoft was just an awesome experience being an employee of someone, right. Yeah. Um, or of a, of an entity. And, um, I would love to be that, uh, at that entity for somebody else. Right. Um, and so, uh, that's, that's part of the larger vision. Um, and then, uh, you know, as far as, uh, the podcast, I'd like that to just continue, um, as it is, you know, I think it's, a, of course, it's going to evolve. Of course, it's going to grow into, uh, other spaces and, and whatnot. But, um, I think the purpose of the podcast is so important, uh, and vital that, um, I just want to see it get better in that space. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do plan on going, uh, you know, getting on tour, uh, here relatively soon to go and start talking about, uh, digital marketing. I think there's so much, you know, one of the things that I, uh, pride myself on in my business is that, um, I'm educational in nature, right? And so I want to be able to get out and, and help educate the rest of the world on how to use digital marketing to the, to their, to, to really suit what's going on in their lives. Right. And how it can actually help them change their current situation. Yeah. Uh, and also the, the strategy piece too, right. Because I think there are too many people that don't even look at that. Uh, and they're out there wasting, you know, millions of dollars, uh, you know, probably billions, but, you know, they're, they're wasting a lot of money and they, they, it doesn't need to happen that way. So that's, that's kind of my bigger vision is, is helping people really, you know, ultimately that's, that's where I want to go. So. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like to, you know, just kind of like, you know, like your overall mentality of like, just trying to help people out, you know, and just trying to make the marketing portion of their business like as powerful it as powerful as it can be you mm -hmm. know and and kind of take you know maybe some of those dollars that like they might be like putting into something that or like a marketing channel that they think is working pretty good but maybe to something you know two three five x whatever you know and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's um <laughs> i don't know if you've read uh the 80 20 principle by any i haven't no uh -uh. oh yeah, but <laughs> Anyway, that, that book is pretty good, but what I'm, where I'm kind of going with this 
is I, by the way, I've heard of the 80-20 principle, and it's very prevalent. Oh, cool. uh, it's a concept that we, uh, at Microsoft, that was very, very big, right? So yeah, I, I, I've heard of it. But anyway, please go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's okay. Thank you. Yeah. But anyway, so guys, pretty much, that's the, uh, is it the Pareto principle? Like the other name for it, I, I think? Mm, mm. I forget. Anyway, so basically, it's like an idealism where, like, 80% of your results are coming from 20% of, you know, whatever you're doing, like in your business. Yeah. And like, that just kind of, you know, like made me think of it, you know, like, what if, you know, tracking the metrics, you know, based on like reach and, mm -hmm. you know, like pay per click and, you know, just like that kind of thing. And just kind of figuring out like what you can really double down on mm -hmm. and what isn't necessarily worth, you know, continuing to pursue like kind of yeah. based on the data, you know, right. I just, I feel like there's a lot of power, you know, behind that. And like, especially, Absolutely. you know, with, with your experience and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible. Well, and I think you just hit on an important point, right? So, uh, you know, I know there, there are a lot of people that, you know, they, they may own a blog, right? They love doing it. They love putting information out there, uh, week in and week out. Right. Um, but they may not have, many people that actually read their blog, they may not, they probably don't get any business from their blog, yeah. but it's something that they totally love and enjoy. And I think it's really important that people understand uh, that, you know, the rest of the things that they're doing in their business are allowing them to do those things that they love, whether or not those things that they love are generating the income that they necessarily want. Right. So I, I, cause I think it's a, a, a an important differentiator, right. When we talk about tracking the metrics, because I believe very strongly, everyone should be tracking their metrics, right. Yeah. Um, in, in just about everything that they do, if it's digital marketing, uh, uh related or marketing related. Right. Um, marketing, traditional marketing, sometimes you will not see the same tracking that you're able to get, obviously, with digital marketing. Right. Um, but there are still ways and um, you should you should know uh, what it's ultimately costing you dollar wise, time wise and happiness wise, you know, um, because I think those those are really when you're talking about owning a successful business that's the collateral that you're working with, right? And that's yeah. where you, you, what you want to build in order to, to feel successful yourself, because ultimately we all define our own success, right? Yeah. And, you know, nobody's going to define it for you, but um, those are the things that can help you get a good uh, definition of what's happening, right? A hundred percent. I do want to yeah. kind of stem back to, you know, the, the bit about happiness that you just said a mm -hmm. minute ago. You know, mm -hmm. along with, you know, like the, um, the dollars and, you know, like your time and everything, I feel like the happiness is, is a really, really big one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how has that kind of, um, I guess, like worked for you, you know, with your business in terms of like taking it in different directions and like, yeah. you know, maybe delegating out the things that like might not be as desirable for you or yeah, what do you kind of think about that? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, one of the one of the big lessons, uh, um, you know, I've taken a, a course called one time your business and and one of the principles that uh, the gal that uh, instructs that course, one of the principles she talks about is hiring out your weaknesses, right. Um, and, and I think, uh, as a business owner, uh, especially as a solopreneur, people feel like they have to take it all on. Right. Yeah. Um, and yes, I think maybe there's to a certain extent, there is a time 
limit on that, right? You, yeah. Okay. For, for a little bit. Yeah. You might have to take it all on. Uh, but your, your mentality should be looking toward how can I eventually get to the point where I, where it's 80% of the time I'm doing what I love 20% wow. of the time, maybe I'm not, but 80% of the time I am right. Because otherwise you're going to burn out. Otherwise, you know, why did you start this business in the first place? Most people started their businesses to to be happy, right? Most of them started it based on a passion. Most of them started it on wanting to share that passion with the world. Um, and if you, that is not what you're getting from it, uh, then I would seriously question why you're doing it, you know? Um, and, and honestly, I don't know that you're really serving anyone when you're coming at it from that direction. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of times you'll find the, uh, Oh, I think it was that, that book e-myth, uh, you and I have talked about, I feel like I know exactly uh, uh, where you're going with this and I'm very excited. The the lady, the lady that owns, a um, what was it? Yes. The pie shop. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it turned out that, you know, she was not making good pies (laughs) at the end of the day. Right. (laughs) Um, Because she wasn't happy. And, and, um, you know, I think, I think, for me, I just, I do not want my life to boil down to, I spent, you know, this many years doing something that uh, didn't make me happy. And, and, you know, I mean, yes, I loved working at Microsoft, but ultimately I had come to the end of that road of happiness there, you know, Um, and it was not, it was not fulfilling uh, those needs that I, that I needed. Right. Um, And, uh, you know, the other thing is, is that you think about when you're filling that space, somebody else could be using that space that actually will enjoy it, right? So, you know, why, why, uh, why, why keep putting yourself through that? Um, you know, I think in, in my case, a lot of it was, and, and I, and I watch people at Microsoft go through this, where it's the golden handcuffs, you know, they're used to a certain level of lifestyle. And so, yep. you know, they're, they're not willing to give that up, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, how well a, a BMW is going to treat a, a miserable person, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that about the uh, the pie shop too in the E Myth. Literally, like I was, I was just thinking about that. Like I was just going to bring that up as soon as you finished talking. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is such a great book. You know, I, I, uh, I'm really happy that my mentor uh, told me to read that before I started out uh, down a, a really serious business path, right? Um, because it's just full of great information. And it also you know, I think starting out knowing that your business, yes, it is a major part of you, but it is not you. And, uh, you know, being able to build that from that spot, um, right. So that it doesn't ultimately consume your life, uh, I think is, is one of the major things I took from that book. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That book mm-hmm. is, is definitely a huge game changer, you know, when mm-hmm. it comes to starting a business or like, <laughs> literally like everything across the board, you know, from like the franchise prototype model to, Mm. you know, the standard operating procedures, like, great, you know, like, even if you wanted to open like, you know, a mom and pop restaurant, like in your town or something, you know, like, if you're like writing down the processes and how you're doing things, then who knows, maybe, you know, things change 10 years down the road, and you want to open up another location, you know, state over, like, everything's all packaged together. And, you know, you just be able to place it. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, totally. I totally agree, Nancy. That book is absolutely incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And I love what you said about the, the processes, you know, it, it can, I, I suppose it sounds boring to some people, but uh, you know, I mean, when I think about opening another agency in Australia, for me, even though I have a network and all of those things, right. I still have to have the procedures for my own agency. Right. And having those is what's going to help me actually be able to make a jump like that. Right. Yeah. I can't make that growth without tracking where I'm at. And we're right back to data and analytics. Yep. Right. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have those numbers uh, uh, to help support what, where you want to grow. If you want to grow. Yeah, you definitely mm -hmm. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the most important lesson that you've learned over your career so far? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> oh, you should have told me you were going to ask me this, Kyle. Uh, no, you, you, I should I should have been prepared to answer something like that. Um, you know, probably the the I think the most important piece that I've learned is um, is resilience. Right. Um, is is. Uh, realizing that whatever you're struggling with, whatever is going on is only temporary, right? Because as a business owner, I think you can easily uh, get, and this is, this goes for somebody in a, in a corporate career. This goes for anyone who, you know, I mean, pretty much anyone, right? Um, but, yeah. but uh, you know, I think if you um, let it drag you down, whatever is happening in that moment, uh, you know, you will doom yourself. Right. Um, and so I think it's, I think probably the most important thing I've learned is it is momentary. Right. I was telling a story the other day. I, uh, you know, way back in, way back in the day, I used to work at, um, ski areas and, uh, I did all sorts of different careers, right. I was bartender. I ran a convenience store. I was a painter. I was a woodworker, you know, you name it. I did it. Right. Um, and, um, um, and I was actually working at the convenience store one day, which all the way, which by the way, was a convenience store, a post office and the public rest stop all rolled into one. Right. So <laughs> it was a very interesting place to work. Um, but I, one of my jobs was that I had to take all the empty boxes uh, out in the back and we would burn them. We would burn the boxes. This was the, the, in the days before recycling. Right. And uh, well, maybe, maybe it wasn't, but <laughs> We were, we were located so far out that we, there was, there was no way we were recycling. Right. So, uh, you know, I had to burn these boxes and I hated it. I just, I was like, this is not what I want to be doing with my day. Right. So I'm out there breaking down the boxes. I'm like, rah, rah, you know, grumpy, grumpy, grumpy and throwing them on this fire. Right. And all of a sudden I stopped and I realized I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? this is one moment in my life. And I probably will never be back in this situation following this year or whatever, you know, I probably am never going to be burning boxes again. So, you know what, maybe, maybe I should actually try to enjoy it while I'm here. <laughs> and so I did, you know, I was like, all right, cool. All right. So I'm out there, you know, singing, having a good time, burning the boxes. Right. Uh, you know, but, but I think it was a huge, lesson and I'm glad that I got that so young right um that uh it's it's all just momentary uh yeah. and so don't let it drag you down uh and and remember there there's always a solution to everything right you may have to look for it a little bit uh and it may not always be exactly the solution that you thought you wanted um but there is always a solution so I think I think resilience is really what the lesson comes down to right so 
that is absolutely golden it is i'm kind of struggling with that one myself at the moment you know just trying to you know accept that it's just kind of one moment in time you know it's Mm -hmm. it's a part of your life that you know like 10 20 years whatever you know like you're gonna think back on it and be like oh remember that like you know and (laughs) you know just trying to enjoy it as it comes and try not to let it drag you down so much and i feel like that's a really really big one yeah and i i think people who don't get that uh they they really um they're at risk right they're at risk of of anxiety they're at risk of all sorts of things that aren't good for your health (laughs) exactly yeah Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah how do you define wealth oh how do i define wealth well (laughs) funny you should ask Um, you know, for me, wealth is really, uh, you know, and I, I don't want to sound all like, uh, you know, high and mighty, but (laughs) it's not, it really is not about the money for me. You know, for me, it is about, um, you know, the connections that I make in this life and, uh, the connections that I have that for me is the real wealth. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, sure i you know i'd love a mazda miata everybody's like really a mazda miata (laughs) yes that is my dream car all right (laughs) but you know um i also have a perfectly serviceable mazda protege that i'm driving into the ground right now right because i'm not interested in going out and spending you know 40,000 on a vehicle that, you know, I just, I'm not interested in that. Right. So for me, wealth is, um, yeah, wealth is the people in your life. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, I read a book called, um, uh, what is it called? It's called your money or your life. Um, and it is like nine steps to financial independence. And Mm -hmm. the idea behind it really is just, know what you own, right? Um, so many of us are wealthy beyond belief and we don't even realize it, right? Uh, we we actually have things in our garage we haven't looked at in 20 years, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, we've, we've accumulated and accumulated to the point that we just... Uh, we've lost our, our, our way and we think that we're poor, right? Or we yeah. think that we don't have the money to do this, that, or the other thing. And it just gives you a different perspective on how to think about it. What do you actually need to support the life that you love? Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean a huge mansion. It doesn't necessarily mean two pools and seven cars and whatever else. If it does for you, that's fine. But is that really what you want? Are you looking for financial independence? I am, you know, I, 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 that for me is real wealth is being able to take care of my family and live the life that I love. Right. Um, that is, that to me is, is amazing. Right. And what I, what, what I work for, uh, every day. Right. So yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, the, the people in your life really are, you know, like ridiculously valuable you know Mm -hmm. and like just making those connections and you know being able to like help out like friends and family and you know it it really is you know just extremely valuable you know and kind of stemming back to uh you know the networking and everything you know to be able to 
kind of, you know, hit it off with people and be able to, you know, help them get to where they want to be. So then, you know, they can help out like their family and stuff more. And it just, there's a lot of satisfaction, you know, in just helping out other people, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. in like a business environment or yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it really yeah. is. Completely. Well, and I think people miss also miss the, you know, when you meet somebody, or at least when I, when I meet somebody who is so competitive that they're not willing to um, consider the other person in the room uh, when, when they're, when they're living in that scarcity mentality and they're just afraid that everything is going to be lost because uh, of whatever, you know, the other person is doing Um, when, when I meet those people, you know, it's very evident that they are not getting everything that they could in life. Right. And it's funny because when you have that uh, in BNI, it's called givers gain. Right. Um, But when you have that mentality of actually helping out the rest of the world, it is absolutely amazing what comes your way, you know? Um, And when you're willing to make connections with people, when you're willing to have that as your, the crux of everything that you do, um, what comes your way is, is, is just amazing, you know? Um, And I think so many people miss out on that, unfortunately, you know? It really is. You know, I feel like Mm -hmm. that like extremely competitive kind of nature isn't sustainable long term mm-hmm. either you know right. i mean it's like it might work out now like fantastic that's great but you know over the long term like i mean like you said you know you could be missing out on really great relationships and connections and like that are going to help you tenfold you know having yeah. the like the solo you know kind of mentality right now and yeah. uh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 I think the other piece of it too is, uh, you know, the personal accountability piece, right? And, and actually just taking responsibility for the things that you do, um, you know, um, and uh, because that's the other and it's interesting how they sometimes go hand in hand, right? Uh, Where the competitive person wants to blame the rest of the world for the problems that they're experiencing, right? Rather than saying, I have the ability to change this, I can go out and find a solution to this, right? Um, Rather than saying that they are still living in that scarcity mentality, right? (laughs) And they're, they're not realizing that they actually probably could find, uh, find that solution for themselves. Uh, So it all kind of goes hand in hand, right? It really does. Yeah. Ooh. Um, So we kind of got into it a little bit, Nancy, but do you read? And what is your favorite business investing or real estate book that you would recommend (laughs) to anyone? If you had to pick one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I've got my favorite one these days, actually, uh, is um, it's a book by Neil Patel, um, and uh, he writes it with some other folks, um, and um, all, all of them are just amazing. It's called Hustle, um, mm-hmm. and uh, let's see who else writes it, because I, I got to tell you who else writes it here. So it's Hustle, The Power to Charge Your Life with Money, Meaning, and Momentum. Um, and it's written by Neil Patel, who is an amazing digital marketer. Uh, and then the other guy is Patrick um, Velaskovitz and then Jonas Koffler as well. Uh, and it has all of their stories in the book as well, right? 
Um, but I just, I love that book and I love to recommend it, especially to people that are starting out. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to try, uh, to maybe get Neil Patel to come on my podcast one of these days, uh, to talk about this book. Um, because it is, to me, it's very exciting and I love it for, um, especially I, in fact, I, uh, talked to a high school class, um, and, uh, they were a digital marketing class, right. Um, and digital media class, and then a marketing class as well. And, um, I brought in this book, um, to tell them about, because it talks about starting out, right. Creating that, uh, environment where you're able to connect with people. And that's really what it's about. It sounds like it's about hustling, right. It sounds like it's about (laughs) making the deal or, you know, uh, or the slyness of, of, of sales kind of thing it's not what it's about at all. And, um, it's not, at least it's not what I took from it. Right. (laughs) Um, and, but yeah, that's, that's probably one of my exciting, my, my most, uh, exciting business book finds. Um, and to answer your question, obviously, yes, I do read. (laughs) (laughs) I love reading, but, um, you know, I, because of my, uh, my desire to be a voiceover uh, artist. Um, I also love audible and audiobooks, right? So, uh, and one of these days I will, uh, I will have that as my uh, second income stream, uh, you know, and I, uh, I actually did open the business, you know, to, yes. to do that, um, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, so, so yes, I love reading and love, but I love reading and listening to books both, um, so. That's awesome. I think that's yeah. wicked cool how, you know, you were able to kind of talk to that high school class and, you know, kind of show them maybe even like open up their eyes to, you know, like the different kind of ideas and stuff. And yeah. I was going to say, I thought his name sounded familiar. And then he, you said he was a digital marketer. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, I've definitely seen him on, you know, like YouTube or like <laughs> a website or something. Well, I haven't seen that guy before. <laughs> yeah, probably everywhere. It feels like he's he's everywhere. I mean, he's he's definitely uh, he is a master at managing his uh, his social media, right, and managing his online presence. Uh, which is which is hence why I also think that he's one of the most brilliant digital marketers out there, right? Because you know he's one of those guys where you, everything you look at is perfectly done, you know, yeah. in the digital marketing space, right? There's there there are things you can look at me and you can be like, really, she's a digital <laughs> marketer. <laughs> I hate to admit that, but it's true. <laughs> I am not up to Neil Patel standards quite yet, you know, so. <laughs> one of these days (laughs) what about you kyle what's your favorite business book oh honestly (laughs) the e-myth has to be really really up there Mm -hmm. like extremely up there like there's like a a handful of books that like i've committed to reading like at least once every year for probably Mm -hmm. the rest of my life like just to just to keep that you know keep the ideas still Mm -hmm. flowing and the yeah. e-myth is definitely in the top two. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Just I like, would, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like that book in general, I don't even know how much I paid for it. It's probably like 10 bucks or something like that. <laughs> you know, and the knowledge is like r- absolutely ridiculous, you know, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I agree. It really yep. is a game changer, you know, <laughs> kind of across all industries too. And 
I think. Yeah. <laughs> have you read um any of his other versions of it? I think so. There's the E Myth Revisited, and that's the one that I originally read. Was the E Myth yeah. Revisited? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's mm-hmm. got like a bunch of other ones or something like mm-hmm. more specific. I don't know. I yeah. haven't read them, but <laughs> I haven't either. Nope, not yet. But I mean, it's it, you know, it's kind of hard because you're reading the ultimate guide, and in, in a way, when you read E Myth Revisited, if you ask me, you know. But I mean, exactly. there's a lot of other great business books out there. There, there are, but that one just encapsulates so much, and um, I think it it sets people up for success to begin with because it helps them see their business as a separate entity yeah. that it is, right? Uh, and, and I think, uh, in my opinion, it probably helps people continue on with their passions, uh, as well. Um, right. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, you know, even like just from, you know, finding your target demographic to, yeah. you know, like filling a gap with, you know, some kind of idea for a business and, you know, how to like make your processes, like, it's like an all in one kind of book, you know, it's, like literally everything's there (laughs) right right yes it's one of those kind of things that you know like I feel like you have to read it a couple times you know to really really digest a lot of it and um yeah (laughs) it's unbelievable yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah but yeah, thank you so much for coming on here, Nancy. It, it really is a pleasure. I'm very yeah. excited to, to have you on and chat with you again. And I can't wait to see, you know, where the podcast and the business and stuff goes. And if you come out to uh, the Massachusetts neck of the woods on your uh, speaking engagements, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my good friends, she's from her, her uh, family's over there. So so I'll swing by, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So where... um. Where can you and like the businesses be found on social media? Yeah, you know, probably the easiest place to go is uh, nancyj.com. That uh, will give everybody all of my contact information. Uh, It'll bring you to the podcast. It'll bring you to the um, to the, uh, to my agency, uh, it'll bring you to all the, all the places. Um, but if you're interested in just, uh, checking out the podcast, uh, it can be found at digitalconnections.us, uh, and we're on all major podcasting apps and, uh, YouTube as well. Awesome. Guys, definitely go check out Nancy's podcast. I'm going to check it out very, very shortly. And I can't wait to (laughs) To check it out. Oh, and Kyle, I almost forgot. My name is spelled N A N C E E. So it's N A N C E E J dot com. I probably should point that out because I just realized, <laughs> oh, yeah, most people still spell it with a Y. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely link, uh, link everything in the description below. I'll awesome. definitely make sure to do that. Thank you very much, Nancy. All right, guys, that concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.